Happy Thanksgiving once again, right here on Shakedown Stream. It's time for the journey, so hop into Shakedown Stream this week, where the music of the dead will take you there. Right on. This is Jer Bear, and this is our last installment of 1986, our featured show, 121586 Oakland, right here on Shakedown Stream. Let's just dive right into 1986 here. Palo Alto, 1986. Johnny, 
Consider the circus, cause it just might be your kind of zoo. I can't think of a place that's more perfect for a person as perfect as you. It's not like I'm leaving you lonely, cause I wouldn't know where to begin. But I know that you think of me only when the snakes come marching in. Hey, when the snakes come marching in.
Dad doing sugary out of a hell in a bucket. Open up the second set from 51086 Palo Alto. Right now, my name is Jer Bear, and this will be the last installment of our 1986 review. And again, our future show will be Jerry's comeback show, December 15th, 1986. I'll explain that more as we get to it. But right now, I want to pay homage to this date. Uh, November 29th is an auspicious date for me because it's when uh, my love burst into the world. And uh, I've been blessed to find her. Our paths crossed uh, just at the right time for us to be together. And it's been a great journey. And it continues to be a really sweet, sweet as nectar journey. And she is my rock. She's my stability. And she's one of the few people who seem to understand me. And so um, I want to play this dedication, this birthday song to Unbroken Jane. And this is what she asked for. And so I will play it now. And this is from Berkeley, April 22nd, 1986. Baby, I love you.
mother sends back all your invitations. And your father to your sister, he explains that you're tired of yourself and all of your creations.
you turn your other cheek to All through the Queen Jane, or thereabouts, approximately around there, 122988 Oakland. And I threw that one in there for my badass Durgis goddess. You better watch out. Well, as we've been talking about 1986, uh, one of the big things that happened in 1986 for the Grateful Dead is Jerry Garcia got very sick after the summer tour, and he went into a coma. Uh, which has now been kind of dubbed the diabetic coma. And this summer 86 tour uh, started June 26, 1986 in Minneapolis, and Bob Dylan and Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers joined the band on some of these shows. And uh, they didn't play with the Dead. Dylan did not play with the Dead on that show. The Dead went on to do two shows in Alpine, one in Cincinnati, uh, in late June, and then on July 2nd, the, Dylan and Tom Petty got back together in Akron, Ohio, on July 2nd. And Dylan came out and played a few songs with the dead. This is one of my older bootlegs. And uh, let me play two for you right now. Give you a little sense of Dylan and the dead. And this is the first stuff that Dylan did with the Grateful Dead. Um, July 2nd, 1986 at the University of Akron at the Rubber Bowl. Right on.
Well, that's Jerry and Bob Dylan doing It's All Over Now, Baby Blue. July 2nd, 1986 in Akron, Ohio. And before that was Dylan with the Dead doing Don't Think Twice, It's All Right. Right on. And I guess Dylan sat in on uh, Little Red Rooster before those two songs, but when I was listening to it the other night, I couldn't really tell. And later on in the show, in the second set, Bobby does a Desolation Row without Jerry Garcia, but with the band. Seems a little strange. And so, that's the beginning of Dylan with the Dead, and kind of the beginning of Jerry kind of getting ready to get sick. And apparently he picked up again after starting off 1986 with getting in some physical shape, trying to get healthy, and getting clean. Uh, but like any monkey on the back, it, it can be tough. You know, it's two steps forward, three steps back. Uh, it's a dance, right? So the next show of the summer tour was July 4th, 1986 at Rich Stadium up in Buffalo, um, where three songs that the dead did appeared on the TV broadcast for Farm Aid, a Samson, a Wheel, and a Miracle. And then on July 6th, um, they come into D.C. for two shows. And again, Dylan and the Heartbreakers are playing with the band, but they play, uh, they opened, and then the night before they played the second set, but no playing with the band. And then on July 7th, 1986, Dylan comes out and they do another Baby Blue and another Desolation Row. And Garcia the next day gets very sick. It was very hot. And I was reading a little bit of an interview with Robert Hunter where he was asked, Jerry had his coma in 1986. And Robert Hunter says, Jerry was diabetic. And before he had a coma, he was guzzling down fruit juice. He would have been better if he was guzzling down brandy. I believe that sugar put Jerry where he was. He was in terrible health, diabetic, and taking immense amounts of sugar. And it did what sugar will do to a diabetic and overloaded him into a coma. I remember going to see him when he was coming out of it, and he was saying, am I insane? And I said, no, man, you've been very, very ill, but you're fine, you know, you're coming out of it. And he said, I've seen the most amazing thing. He had been somewhere, said Hunter. So later on in 86, Robert Hunter did a little bit of a tour of his own, and on September 27, 1986, he played at the graffiti showcase in Pittsburgh, PA. I thought I'd share some of that right now on our journey on Shakedown Stream. I lit out from Reno, I was trailed by 20 hounds I didn't get to sleep that night till the morning came around I said I'd run, but I'd take my time A friend of the devil is a friend of mine If I get home for daylight, I might get some sleep tonight Well, I ran into the devil and he loaned me 20 bills 
Spent that night in Utah in a cave up in the hills. I said I'd run, but I take my time. A friend of the devil is a friend of mine. If I get home for daylight, I might get some sleep tonight. Well, I ran down to the levee, but the devil caught me there. He took my $20 back and vanished in the air. I said I'd run, but I take my time. A friend of the devil is a friend of mine. If I get home for daylight, I might get some sleep tonight. Spend my life in jail Cause I got a wife in Chino And one in Cherokee First one says she got my baby But it don't look like me I said I'm running but I take my time Friend of the devil is a friend of mine If I get home for daylight Might get some sleep tonight Listen, you can borrow from the devil you can borrow from a friend, but the devil will give you 20 when your friend got only 10. I said I won't, but I take my time. A friend of the devil's a friend of mine. I get home for daylight, might get some sleep tonight. song for my new record, Run Out and Buy It. Up on the mountain, feeling tired and alone, thinking it over, over and over, I feel like a rock among stone, even the sweet go wrong. Life is a heartbeat long, the urge to sing was strong. I swung my battered guitar like a net, caught me a startled song. 
on the way. Rock Columbia, roll Columbia, hey, good looking, you can make a poor boy sing. Rock the sun up, roll the clouds away. Boston below, Cincinnati, Ohio, people I love and know, riding, fighting, partners and lightning, it was a hell of a show, and I know, rock Columbia, roll Columbia, hey good looking, you can make a poor boy sing, rock the sun up, roll the clouds away, I had nothing to keep out the cold Stumbled and fell a number of times On a high shortcut to the road Sweet road, take me home Roll me like a stone Heart, blood and bone I found my car, though I was alone I said, driver, take me home If you can Roll Columbia, hey, good looking, you can make a poor boy sing. Rock the sun up, roll the clouds away. Columbia, roll, 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 Columbia, roll. Well, right on. That's Robert Hunter doing a song called Rock Columbia. Before that was Friend of the Devil from September 27, 1986 at the Graffiti Showcase in Pittsburgh, PA. And uh, I remember that album, Rock Columbia. Well, when asked about the song Touch of Grey, which became kind of a really important song after Garcia's coma, um... When asked by Robert Hunter, uh, you know, what's the deal with that song? How did you write it? He said that he was living in a 15th century house on the west coast of England with his wife. And one morning he wrote the thing. And he goes on to say that Jerry and John Kahn and I were making an album that never got finished. And Jerry said, would you mind if I reset the music to Touch of Grey and use it for the band? And I said, no, go ahead. The line, light a candle, curse the glare, is Jerry's addition to it. My version wasn't that bad, but on the Dead's version, it was that rhythm, rather than excellent chord changes, moving from E to C-sharp minor and interesting things. So, why don't we check that out? 
Yeah. Let's hear it from the man himself. Gonna cue us up for A Touch of Grey by Robert Hunter. Getting early, the clock's running late. Late by numbers, morning sky, it's so funny. Dawn is breaking, I don't care. Draw the curtain, it's alright. I will get by. I will get by. I will get by. I will survive. Cause it's a lesson to me The Abels, the Bakers and C's The ABC's that we all must face And try to do it with grace Got your list out, say your piece and piss off. Yes, I get the gist of it, but it's all right. Only thing that I can say, sorry you feel that way. Every silver lining's got a touch of gray, and it's a lesson to me. in years. It's even worse than it appears, but it's all right. The cow is giving kerosene. The kids can't read at 17. The words he knows are all obscene, but it's all right, you know. We will get by. We will get by. We will get by. We will survive. Because it's a lesson to me. Deltas, the East and the Freeze, the ABCs of the fastball curve. That's all there really is to whistle through your teeth and spit Cause it's all right Hey, a touch of gray kind of suits you anyway It's not all I meant to say, but it's all right You know, we will get by We will get by We will get by 
survive It's a lesson to me Abel's the bakers and seeds The ABCs we all gonna face And try to do it with grace And we will get by We will get by We will get by Robert Hunter, performing Touch of Grey, one of the most successful songs by the Grateful Dead and written by Robert Hunter, for sure. That's him at the Graffiti Showcase in Pittsburgh, PA, September 27th, 1986. Now, I don't know if he wants me to share this or not, but when he was asked, you know, what inspired that song, he said, you know, I'll give you the blistering truth about it. A friend brought over a hunk of very good cocaine. I stayed up all night, and at dawn I wrote that song. That was the last time I ever used cocaine, nor had used it for many years before that. Now listen to it, and that's the attitude you get when you've been up all night speeding, and you're absolutely the dregs. I think I got it down in that song. Right on. And of course, that song has so many different meanings for everybody. I think since the election, we all... Needed that song to remind us that we will get by, we will survive. Yeah. So 1986 uh, was a very unique year for the dead because right in the middle of summer, Garcia gets sick and nobody knows what's going to happen. And so uh, because of that, the various sound and lighting professionals who work for the dead tour scrambled to find other gigs and some of the individual members of the band went on to tour by themselves. The unique Ranch Rock 86 event featuring multiple bands with the dead members, including a rare electric appearance by Robert Hunter, was one of the byproducts of Garcia's absence. And then, you know, uh, there's a couple of books that were written that kind of really specifically focus on what happened at that time. Um somewhat kiss and tell but boy um he's lucky that he survived it because the doctors the medical people kept making mistakes but on october 4 1986 garcia the jerry garcia band played at the stone in san francisco kind of a low-key show nothing too amazing but it was just nice to see garcia playing again and in the fall of 86 they played uh, a couple cool things. One, they did a Halloween show, but it was uh, Bob Weir, Kingfish, and the Jerry Garcia Band. Kind of cool at the Henry Kaiser Convention Center in Oakland. And there are some tapes out there, but you know what? I have never seen them, though I'll have to do a little focus on that. So, yeah. And then, finally, on December 15th, Garcia came back with the Grateful Dead, and they did three nights at the Henry J. Henry J. Kaiser Center, and uh, 
Yeah. And so two of the songs, maybe a few songs, but on the first night, uh, When Push Comes to Shove was first performed in Black Muddy River, which clearly seemed to be a song about, you know, near-death situation with this coma. So for the Bear Essentials, I'm going to play a version of Black Muddy River by Wake the Dead. Right on. Deep or wide, 
Touch of Grey, and before that, Black Money River. It was an album that came out in 2000, put out by Arista Records and Grateful Dead Productions, Wake the Dead. A couple of uh, cool Irish folk jammers, players, musicians, they must be from the San Francisco area, came out with this album, Wake the Dead. I remember when this came out. So, before we start our featured show, um, I was just reading about how because uh, the 1986 year was pretty much put on hold in July of 86, um, when Garcia came back and he played, the first time he played at the Stone in, uh, in October 4th, um, there was not a lot of dead shows. And one of the reasons why was um, one of the admirable features of the Grateful Dead self definition was that every dead concert was planned as the maximum Grateful Dead experience with a full complement of band members, sound equipment, and lights. When the balance of the year's dead tour had to be canceled following Garcia's coma, the sound and light equipment and their accompanying crews had to commit to other rock tours. Thus, the Grateful Dead would not have been able to play without their preferred sound and lighting gig, and the band implicitly refused to undermine their own credibility by doing otherwise. So, it would be a while before the dead would play their first show in December. And there's one show, the biggest show that Garcia did in fall was this Halloween show, October 31st, where he was joined by Kingfish. And it said because of, also there was no money coming in, that this was a way for Bob Weir and some of the band crew members and so forth to make money. And uh, I just learned this. I didn't know this uh, until just now. When Garcia lapsed into his coma, it might have seemed like a perfect idea for Weir to temporarily hitch his wagon to Kingfish, and probably he would have, 
Unfortunately, Weir, however, had just injured his shoulder in a mountain bike accident, and his musical activities were limited to just singing. He had played a little bit, even at the ranch rock, but just sang. He couldn't play. And so when Weir and Kingfish were booked with the Jerry Garcia band, it heralded Weir's return to active duty. Right on. So even though Garcia, um, what, he played 18 shows before the December 15th show, and it may have even seemed like, hey, take your time. Jesus. Um, There were bills to pay. I mean, a lot of people depended on the money that the Grateful Dead concerts made. A lot of people did. And so there was this pressure, this um, sense that, hey, uh, we need to start making money again to take care of our family. So this was the first show. They did three shows, December 15th, 16th, and 17th at the Henry J. Kaiser Convention Center, which had a capacity of only 7,000 people, a much smaller venue than other venues that the dead had traditionally played at. Well, anyway, I think this is a good way to end our 1986 review with this show, Jerry's Comeback Show. Right on.
Technical difficulties, we'll be with you in a moment.
kind of like we never left, you know? Technical difficulties. Tuning up between tunes.
We'll be back in a bit. Well, the crowd is psyched to hear we'll be back in a bit. The Fit Man is back. The famous Jerry Garcia comeback show, 12, 15, 86. That's the first set. Working our way backwards, that was a Let It Grow coming out of Candyman. Because the Candyman is in town. Crowd goes nuts. Before that, my brother Esau. And two very nice renditions of Althea and Cassidy. Before that, Loser. Greatest story ever told out of Beat It On Down the Line. The first, When Push Comes to Shove, C.C. Ryder, and of course, Touch of Grey. And uh, I had a friend uh, who went to that show, and he said that everybody was crying, emotional when uh, they were doing Touch of Grey. It was a really important first song for Mr. Garcia, the man who had many lives, many lives. It wasn't the fat man anymore. It was the fit man. The fit man's back. Well, we're going to keep the journey going, but we're going to take a quick little break for everybody to have a little space to themselves, and we'll get right back to the second set right here on Shakedown Stream. So just to give you a little background, this show is a what we call a matrix version of 121586. The first source is from the audience recording on the floor with a stand at nine feet, Nakamichi, recorded by Don Beckham and Tony Sirachi. And maybe both had their own recordings and they were put together. And the second source for this matrix is a soundboard cassette master. And we need to thank Joni Walker, Paul Scotton, and of course Charlie Miller for his transferring and mastering of this show. So, well, Jerry said after he went into his coma, I don't know when he said it, but he said, I wasn't, I'm not Beethoven. But the Tiger guitar gets strapped back on, and more deadheads are created. Just think that if Jerry didn't come back, how many deadheads would never have become one because they would have never really heard the music. So just quickly, I, I thought that um, pretty good show, you know, first set, but it was that greatest story ever told where I, it almost seemed like they weren't in sync, and, uh, but then they got right on it and focused and then the second half of the greatest story ever told really kicked in and that's when the set started to really take hold Garcia was back 
Garcia was back. All right, well, why don't we get ready? Let's do it. I hope you've had enough personal space. <laughs> we can get ready for the second set, which is soundboard. It's seamless, brothers and sisters. 12-15-86, Jerry's Comeback Show.
We're still warm where you've been laying. You and God, my heart was filled with dread. You might not be sleeping here again. gonna change Make me hurt again and again But I'll still sing you love songs Written in the letters of your name Did you ever listen to the sound? The street can't make it loud. Guess from their cries, you were listening to the fire.
flames will grow to things we've never seen.
That's the Grateful Dead, wrapping up their show with the encore, Johnny Be Good. The encore of the 12-15-86 show at the Henry J. Kaiser Convention Center in Oakland, California. Jerry's comeback show. Before that, we heard a good lovin' out of a playing in the band reprise. Warfrat, truckin', space, drums, Terrapin Station playing in the band, the big sandwich. And then the first ever, Black Muddy River. And then we heard a Looks Like Rain and Ico Ico to open up the second set. And you could tell the band was back because Bobby forgot the lyrics on playing in the band. And of course the crowd erupts. And then again on trucking. So the dead are right back in the pocket, yo. 
So cool. Yeah, Bobby seemed to be a little over enthusiastic on Warfrat. Um, but it's a good tune for Jerry to play at his first comeback show. Well, anyway, I hope you enjoyed that. And I think that's a perfect way to wrap up 1986. Um, a unique year in the 30-year history of the Grateful Dead. Jerry Garcia, Bobby Weir, all the guys. Well, right on. Uh, let's uh, play around with traditions here on Shakedown Stream, and we'll get right back to some Grateful Dead right here on Shakedown Stream.
there's only a hand that fits There's really nothing much to it Just whistle through your teeth and spit Oh, well a touch of grey It kind of suits you anyway Oh, that's all I really had to say Cause it's alright
Never going its way again Masquerade began When nightfall finally woke Like waves against the bandstand Dancers broke To the painted mandolin And looking at all the crowd Who is standing there Sweet Ruby Claire and Ruben Stair She was dressed as pirouette in red And her hair hung gently down The crowd pressed round Ruby stood as though alone Ruben's song took on a different tone And he played it just for her The song that he played was the carnival parade a thread of Charisse's fame Oh, it cut through like a blade Reuben was playing his painted mandolin When Ruby frozen turned to stone For the strings played all alone The voice of Charisse from the face of the mandolin Singing Reuben, Reuben Tell me Jackie's gonna sailing with trouble on his mind. 
native country and his darling girl behind.
Mr. Jerry Garcia, Run for the Roses, All Good Things and All Good Time, and before that, Jack O'Rourke, 
January 28, 1986 at the Ritz in New York City. It's funny, we have a Ritz here on Martha's Vineyard, but probably two different places. And then before that, we heard Ruben and Charisse from Days of the Dead, box release. Bonnie, Prince, Billy, and Friends. And then A Touch of Grey from the band The War on Drugs. Hmm. Well, I hope you enjoyed this journey this week. And I hope you enjoyed the journey for the month of November as we did a review of The Grateful Dead from 1986. Next month, we are moving away. We're going to do a whole different genre. And December tends to be the month of uh, Jer Bear's Choice. So look for it. And we may do some polling where I'll put up four shows on the blog page and you can vote for them. But next week will be my choice. So stay tuned. And I'll see you next week right here on MVYRadio.com. Peace. And I leave you with this. 113080. Atlanta, Georgia, The Grateful Dead. Right on. Take care.
Come 